Switches sites episode 187 to be exact is getting is getting so high I'm losing count but um yeah for those that don't know uh switches sites podcast is a solo video game related podcast where yours truly talks about just that um damn um, yeah, I was planning to record last week, but the whole game awards was happening and then, uh, I had a holiday party and all that. So I was like, uh, um, it just was, it, it wasn't going to happen. So here I am now, um, the game awards post, uh, what you call it? Um, post postmortem not postmortem that's that's a little morbid but um the game awards a lot of various random stuff last minute um you know then you got now twitch got the whole th- i'm not touching that but <laughs> um you know hey if if you all i'm saying is if you start seeing uh, a twitch category on my channel um with me shaking some ass maybe pole dance a little bit. Um, I mean, Hey, if you, if you with it, you with it. If you not, it's okay. I won't, I won't judge you. I won't judge you at all. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, happy December. Happy. Uh, well, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Don't <laughs> don't make me drop an album on y'all. Y'all not ready for it. Y'all not ready for it. Y'all not ready for it. Um You know what? You know what? Without further ado. Uh let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. First topic of discussion, the game awards, uh, transpired last week. Um, yeah, did not go this, this, uh, this time 
tickets were hella expensive. I'm like, Ugh, I'm good. I'm good. I, I low key think uh, the one the one guy ruined it for us. The dude that walked on stage. Well, the multiple people that walked on stage, technically, I think last year's show and then last year's show and then at the uh, Gamescom. So thanks, you idiots. Ruined it for all of us. Now I got beefed up security tickets, expensive as hell. I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good, but I digress. Um, I did catch a good majority of it and then, um, uh, caught up on the rest of it, uh, the day after, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, as a whole, um, and I guess we should technically say before let's get into the meat, meat and potatoes, if you will, of, um, of the show itself. So now I'm going to go over everything. Just going to give you the uh, cliff notes for the most part uh, with a little bit of rapid fire. Um, This is from Polygon's uh, summary specifically in terms of what I'm following. Uh, Brothers Tale of Two Sons remake was announced. Um, I never got to play this. I have it. I've, I've, I've yet to play it. So now it's like, I don't know. Maybe I should wait to, uh, play this now. Um, anything that stands out, it's like nothing that necessarily speaks to me. Uh, Dave, the diver, which is a game I'm interested in. I've yet to play, but, uh, Dave, the diver and dredge crossover was announced. Um, so basically it's seemingly a, a DLC that's within Dave, the diver and not like its own, not like this own unique game that has includes both, both IPs. Um, but it's DLC for Dave, the diver that it seems to incorporate the gameplay from dredge, a game I haven't played, but I've seen a little bit of gameplay for, but, um, yeah, so that was a surprise. Um, I don't think anybody was expecting that world of group, <laughs> world of group, world of goo two announced. Um, I've never played that seem, seem, seem to stand out, uh, metaphor re re Fantasio, uh, trailer was shown. Um, that is the, the, the new original RPG from the folks of that made persona. So definitely that's on my radar. Um, Matthew McConaughey, uh, all right, all right, all right. He, uh, uh, revealed, um, somewhat of a, I, I hate to put it like typecast in a way, but, uh, a new game called Exodus, which is like, it seems to be closest to mass effect in terms of the visual aesthetic, like, uh, you know, so there you go. It does uh feature Matthew McConaughey's voice as well. A uh, very big surprise. God of War Ragnarok, uh, got, we got a free DLC announcement and it dropped this week at the time it was for next week, but it uh, just dropped this week. I'm definitely planning on playing that at some point more than likely this weekend. Um, yeah, God of War Ragnarok Valhalla. Um, so it, from what 
people have described it as is basically a roguelike or rogue. Yeah. Roguelike. Um, there is roguelike and then roguelite, you know, but it seems to be a roguelike. Um, but yeah, free for free. Um, I hear a lot of people ranting and raving about it, but yeah, I'm definitely, definitely going to check it out. Uh, Prince of Persia, the lost crown. Another trailer uh, was shown. This was, uh, I think premiered at summer games fest, uh, earlier this year. Uh, Ninja theories, uh, Senua Hellblade, Senua saga, uh, trailer, or I guess it's Hellblade two technically Senua saga, Hellblade two. Um, it was all right. The trailer, it didn't really strike me at, mind you, somebody who beat the first one was very lukewarm meh about it. To be honest, um, I'm not really getting so for this one. I'm, I'm definitely, since it, uh, is going to be on game pass, I'm definitely gonna probably more than likely try it. If, if nothing's popping at the time, it, uh, it, uh, comes out. Uh, unseen, uh, which is the studio founded by former Tango Words creative director, uh, Ikumi Nakamura, the, 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 the lady, the, the Japanese woman that we all love and, and, and has, uh, has won us over with her immaculate charm. Um, she has founded a new studio to, uh, show off this new game called Kamuri, which technically hasn't is not really official yet. It's not even, it doesn't even have a publisher. So in theory, the game is, can't really need some help (laughs) to even come to fruition. So this is kind of like a, a pitch proof of concept, like please publishers, um, get on this game for me, please. So that was very interesting in terms of like, you know, what the scheme was that, uh, did Akumi Nakamura do some backdoor shady deals with uh, Jeff Keeley or something like that? I don't know, but I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, I don't how, you know, versus other various other people, you know, that, that could want, want some exposure, but who knows? Uh, the, the team, uh, well, I guess they're called no, uh, moon studios, which is the, the studios that, uh, studio that developed, Ori in the Blind Forest or the whole, I guess there were two games, Ori in the Willow of the Wisps and I think Ori in the Blind Forest. Let me fact check real quick. Cause I feel like I might've gotten it wrong. No, I think I was right. Ori in the Blind Forest. Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, and I think this was a sequel to Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Yeah. Direct sequel to Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Okay. Had to be sure. Had to be sure. Don't want to be misinforming when I, if I can control, (laughs) um, they announced a a new game, a new IP called no rest for the wicked. I want to just no rest for the wicked. Just make me want to say it like uh, Miss Trenchbull from um, Matilda. No rest for the wicked. I that's, if if that's the if that's the starting title before you press start. Sign me up. Sign me up. 
sign me up. Day one. <laughs> Day one. Uh, uh, also a pretty, uh, yeah, I'd say surprising announcement. Um, Sega of all people, uh, revealed this whole, uh, I don't even know what you really call it, but, uh, um, a new era, uh, at least that's the, I guess, quote unquote type of, uh, uh naming convention for this. If it, it, it's hard to describe, but basically they announced a whole onslaught of, um, uh, of their established IP, um, from, from days past. So Shinobi, Jet Set Radio, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, Streets of Rage. Nobody's safe. That wasn't. Okay. Streets of Rage. Like, yeah, Streets of Rage. Yeah. Um, I, I think because it's announced, I think I can say this. I did get to play test it. It is dope. It is very dope. Very, very dope. I think that's all I will say when it comes to that. Um, I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed what I, what I tested. That's for sure. Um, crazy taxi, which is, uh, <laughs> crazy taxi, which is dare I say crazy. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. Um, so yeah, basically like it's seemingly this onslaught of, it, it seems to be implied that these are like remakes, not necessarily continuations, but potentially maybe it could be a continuation or maybe a reboot spiritual successor kind it's hard to describe but they definitely it seems like most of them seems to seem to be remakes of their games and i guess an attempt to kind of give it a new shot at life or or reboot i guess remake slash reboot is is the vibe i'm getting for the most of these games they showed they only show like two three seconds of each one but it's pretty interesting um you know to see that they're all they're working on all these ips um, which is kind of interesting to see if maybe, uh, it, it might be a, a collection where it's like, you know, all of these games are in one, like $70 game or something like that, which I wouldn't be mad at necessarily depending on if the quality is there and the content is there. Cause you know, it's like all these games and like, it's only like five levels for each one. Uh, mm, I don't, I don't know, but you know, so, um, yeah, yeah, but Hey, uh, you, you know, me 3d streets of rage. I, uh, I didn't think it would work, but it seems like it, it just might, it just might Uh, only time will tell, uh, dragon ball sparking (laughs) zero. Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Sparking Zero. Um, sure. There's that. Uh, a Dead by Daylight spinoff, the casting of Frank Stone was announced. I think this is also a collaboration with um, Supermassive Games, who are the folks that uh, made the infamous Until Dawn and um, the Dark Dark Pictures Anthology games. Um, so that's 
that 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 at least is interesting uh, in terms of execution. We'll see because you know some of the dark picture anthology games, uh, Little Hope, and I think Little Hope was was one of the worst. Yeah, it's probably the worst out of those. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. A uh, new a new mana game. I'm I'm not familiar with the the mana series, but there is that. We got another trailer for Rise of of the Ronin, which was uh, I think a game we saw. Uh, maybe Summer Games Fest. I feel like it might have been its own thing, but at least somewhere I think it was definitely sometime this uh this year. I want to say so. Uh, then another standout Kojima, he came on stage and, you know, uh, him and him and, uh, Jeff was, was, you know, they was <laughs> him and Jeff, they was, uh, it was just like five, <laughs> it was like five minutes of Jeff and, uh, Kojima just, they was just sucking each other off and on stage and just kissing each other in the mouth. And I was like, Whoa, all right. Is this. This is the game awards. Okay. I mean, sure. Hey, I'm all, I'm all for, you know, Hey, if you, if you, if you swing that way by all means, but, uh, you know, he was, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, <Kojima> was like, <laughs> I love you, Jeff. And, and Jeff was like, I love you, Kojima. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I don't know why that's killing me. Um, but yeah, so they were there to uh, talk about uh, Kojima's new game that at least that um, was announced that uh, he was working with, uh, well, his company in general was working with Xbox to make a new, uh, I assume, exclusive game, um, which at least now we find, come to find out, is OD. OD. So, um, we got that, uh, it, it, they didn't really describe it, what, what the game is. They said, it's like, we're, you know, we're pushing, we're pushing the envelope for, for media and entertainment. So it seems at least it is implied or, uh, my bad, the, 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 the terminology, uh, a new form of media. So it seems like it's going to be some revolutionary thing that's just going to break the mode of how we view entertainment. Now we got a new form of entertainment that Kojima introduced that's going to set the path forward and, and, and just totally just disrupt the whole gaming industry yet again. And it's like, Oh my God, Kojima, he's done it again. He's a genius. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. But, uh, in addition to that, uh, he also brought out, uh, Jordan freaking Peele, who, uh, you know, recently is, uh, at least recognized for, uh, probably one of the best movies of all the time. I, I, yeah, I, I, I'd say that, uh, get out as well as, uh, you know, us and nope. So he came on, on stage and he talked about like, yeah, I'm collaborating with Kojima. I loved Metal Gear Solid 2, so it's been a, it's an honor to work with Kojima on this project and um you know, you got that. So um 
And then uh, I forgot who said it. I think it was Kojima where he's like, you know, uh, yeah, I got this whole Avenger squad of um, Avenger squad of uh, of uh, collaborators. So it seems to be implied like I would assume gear gear model Toro is probably in there. Probably some other various people. I know he he had a on his Twitter. He would you know, you'd see him occasionally. Um, you know, working or at least uh, a certain people coming to the studio, his studio, uh, Kojima Produ- Productions, um, where it's like, hmm, huh, it, oh, huh, what, what is Jordan Peele doing at your studio, Kojima? Hmm, this is this is, this, is, this is peculiar. Why would Jordan Peele of all people just just all of a sudden just stop by at your studio? Um, uh, what are y'all cooking? Oh, sure enough, it's <laughs> they cooking that OD. That's what they that's what they cooking. They cooking that OD. So I guess we'll see what that what that what this comes to be. Um, but hey, I mean, Death Stranding. I was like, uh, uh I I was a uh, kind of lukewarm on. I still have yet to play the director's cut version, which. Uh, I don't even really know what this reception for that as a whole has been like if you were somebody who was lukewarm on the original uh, Death Stranding, will you enjoy um, the director's cut more since I know they kind of added some like uh, like um, uh, sneaking mission segments to it. So I'm curious if if that would maybe slightly alter my opinion on uh, the game. So. That might be some homework at some point, especially at least definitely before uh, Death Stranding 2 comes out, whenever that whenever that is. But um, yeah, OD. Um, yeah, it had the <laughs> when they showed the trailer like the they had this weird what looked like um, it reminded me of um, L.A. Noir's like uh, facial recognition software where they just had just basically just the just the face looking at the screen. And, but it apparently is, it is digital. So it's not, this is not real. These are not real. Well, quote unquote, not real people. This is actually in game rendered people to my understanding. So it's a horror related, uh, is also, which I don't think I mentioned. So it's just, it's, I, I don't know what the hell this is. I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it is, but I'm, I'm interested. I mean, <laughs> that's the, that's the Kojima, the Kojima spin, really the Kojima appeal. If, if I, if I, if I ever say so, I don't know what it is, but I mean, I'm interested. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. So we shall see. OD. OD. Then a uh, Jurassic park survival announced. Um, so yeah, Jurassic Park. It's well, it at least it seems to be implied that it's uh, it's 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 like kind of um, what you call it uh, what is it called? Uh, Alien Isolation, but Jurassic Park. At least that was a vibe I was getting from it. But apparently it's an adventure game. But I assume maybe it has a little bit of uh some Alien Isolation where you're trying to hide from a, you know, T Rex or whatever. Um. It just showed this random girl with a flare 
she doesn't seem to be like a character. <laughs> she seems to be a shoveled in character. Like, Oh, um, yeah, I was, I was with the original cast the whole time. Here's my story. We're like, <laughs> it's funny now. Like, you know, like, Oh, when, when, you know, the, the infamous jello scene, you know, I was, uh, chilling with, um, with what's his name? Uh, the big dude with the glasses. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, 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 it's been so long since I watched the movie. I, it, my memory's fragmented in terms of if uh, he's if if he if he died before then. Or <laughs> I was just I well actually he was alive. The the, the T Rex spit him out. So um and then I took I took the Jello that the girl was eating. I took I took the one cup before you know um she came in. <laughs> so um. Jurassic Park survival by now. <laughs> that that's that's just the that's just the selling point. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> that would be very funny. I was with I, I got the jello before she got I actually made the jello. I was I made it, I cooked it, I you know, uh I don't I mean, you know, you cook jello, you gotta make it hot and then it get cold and then you put it in the refrigerator. I just did that the whole time while the, you know, the T-Rexes was trying to get me. I was like, bored. So let me go ahead and let me go ahead and make it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, Jurassic Park survival. Buy it now. <laughs> was... Oh man. Uh, it's funny, like in retrospect, like, you know, all these stories being created of people like, <laughs> yeah, I was, the, I was the one that made, I was the one that made the jello. Um, and I got it. I made it just in time before I had to run away. And then, you know, the, 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 the traditional events of said movie happened. Ah. Uh, it's funny. I never really realized it until like, you know, recently. And, uh, man, <laughs> I, was, I was the one that made jello. All right. So get off back off. I was the one that made the jello. So get off my back. All right. I earned, <laughs> I earned my character in this, in this game. All right. <laughs> back the off. Damn it. Uh, too good. Uh, Black Myth Wukong uh, showed a new trailer. Um, I mean, I thought the game already came out, to be honest, but I think I'm getting that mixed up with another uh, game from a Chinese developer. I don't recall. I think it's Yuan Sword 7 or something like that. Let me, let me, let me fact check. It was called Yuan Sword something. Yuan Sword. Oh, damn. Wow. Yuan Sword. So, hey, hey, this, this memory ain't gone yet. This memory ain't gone yet. Uh, we saw a new trailer for Suicide Squad. More Suicide Squad. I mean, hey, there you go. You know? Uh, apparently that alpha is doing well for people to try to improve the game. Um, Warframe gets a, a whispers in the walls. Oh, whispers in the walls. 
and a release date. So, you know, you can warframe it up. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins Bayek. He founded his own game studio. And uh, he may, he, well, at least he showed a trailer for the new game, Tales of Kinzira. So it was very heartfelt. I, th- I guess him and his dad was working on it and his dad passed away, unfortunately. And, you know, hey, he's like, I want to show you guys this. You, you could feel you could feel the emotion. He was he really man. He felt I think he felt relieved that, like, you know, the dream his dad initially made that, it you know, pretty much came to fruition. So you got that um, lost records. I think this, these are from the same people. Uh, don't nod that. I'm pretty sure did a uh, life is strange. Um, uh, this game is on my radar. The first berserker Kazan, the first berserker Kazan. I'm, I'm liking it from what I saw. It looked pretty dope. It looked, of course, I think like a souls like, Oh no. Well, yeah, I guess it's a souls like, but with the anime, yeah, with the anime like aesthetic. But uh I'm down. I'm down for that. Uh Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth uh got a they did a uh the theme song with I guess a, a a a dedicated singer. Um the song No Promises to Keep by Nobuo Uematsu. So yeah, basically did it for the first time publicly and then they showed some new footage which I think eventually came uh, in, in an additional trailer uh, that wasn't at least initially shown at the game awards, but like um, I think a few days after, or maybe the day after on top of that, apex legends and final fantasy crossover is happening. Um, starting January 9th. Um, I guess I gotta, I gotta get back into apex now. Got to skull and bones release date. February 16, 2024. Um, well, I'm, I'm just going to be amazed that this game even comes out at this point. Uh, yet another big announcement, surprising announcement. I think it was lightly rumored. I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't even think leakers <laughs> technically got info about this before it was announced. But, uh, arcane, uh, the, the people who made uh death loop and, um, uh, Dishonored, Dishonored games, uh, announced a blade game, a blade, a Marvel's blade was announced. That was, this is crazy as blade. And, uh, they confirmed it's going to be third person, which, uh, that was a, that was another thing I was worried about. I was like, uh, blade, but it's first person. Ah, I don't know, man. So that, that's also got, has me, uh, hyped. Looking forward to it, but blade, a blade game blade. I just, I did not see that coming personally for sure. Just blade. And also that Marvel is letting, um, well, anybody, but, uh, but, uh, any, anybody, uh, well, outside of PlayStation make a Marvel game. Um, so well, I guess technically, you know, you got Midnight Suns and stuff like that, but I don't know in terms of this type of game. Um, but I guess technically because the license, 
I guess it was really, it's really only Spider-Man that technically Sony has the license for Spider-Man, I believe. So that's why that game, that, that, that series technically now at this point came to be. Um, so I guess it does make sense otherwise, but I guess because I'm so used to it. And so you, you know, you got the Spider-Man games and now you, you got the Wolverine game in the works by Insomniac as well. That, uh, I don't know. It was just, it was, uh, it was definitely surprising that of, especially of all people, arcane, um, is, uh, making this, uh, I forgot. They technically also made, um, what is it? The vampire, uh, damn it. <sighs> Something with a vampire in it. Something with a vampire. I don't know if maybe that's a branch of uh, arcane. What is it? Uh, what is it? Redfall. That's <laughs> yeah. So I guess they did make Redfall, but uh, I guess that's something to keep in mind. But no, I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll drop this. Uh, I'm just curious to see what it would look like. It's probably a long ways away. <laughs> the trailer was funny because they at least showed it like uh, at the barbershop. I'm like, oh, oh, like, oh, you getting cut up. Okay. All right. I'm like, uh, barbershop simulator. I'm like, we don't really got that. I'm like, all right, I guess. Sure. And then I was like, oh, oh, blade. You know, you see the fangs like, oh shit. Okay. Blade. All right. So yeah, I'm definitely down for that. Um, <laughs> the, the sad part is I think we'll go, we're going to get probably get this before we even get that blade movie. Um, it, that that that's a sad thought. That's a sad thing thing to think about. But I am also on the train of uh you know, uh rumblings, ramblings of uh getting Wesley Snipes back to voice uh Blade in this game. I'm totally down for that. Um, I'm definitely down for that. Um, maybe Mahershala Ali, but I, I'm more so. I like the just the 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 nod to. The, you know, the, the game, the blade game before I actually have that game. I probably might have played it somewhere. Um, the blade, the blade game in the movies and you know how technically, uh, I believe blade, the blade, that whole trilogy really put Marvel back on the map in, in, in some ways, um, to eventually, you know, bring the, uh, the MCU, uh, gradually as it, it eventually came to be as well. So freaking blade. Wow. Yeah. That, that, I'm still surprised by that. Um, Anthony Mackie came on stage and he was like, no, you shut up. No, you shut up. Y'all no, stop. Y'all stop ranting and raving about me. Um, but twisted metal season two is, is coming. So there you go. <laughs> then he just left. Nah, um, last Sentinel, uh, it's a new IP by Lightspeed, late ten cents Lightspeed LA Studio. So that seemed kind of interesting, but again, we didn't see any gameplay, so it was like, what are we supposed to do um, without any gameplay? Um, ten Chambers, who are I believe the people who are behind the game GTFO, get the uh, made uh, or is at least developing a new sci-fi heist game. So I guess it's kind of like payday, but 
in sci-fi, I guess. I, I mean, I, I nailed it. I, I know I did. Um, Exoborn, I guess the team behind Vampire the Masquerade, uh, making an extraction shooter. Oh boy. That is coin. That term is getting coined very often. And I'm very concerned because, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm a, I'm an extraction shooter person, you know, but what is it? That, uh, marathon, uh, damn it. Those only ones that come to mind, but I know there are some that I just, I think mentally, <laughs> mentally I checked out, uh, fallout. TV show. Uh, we got some new footage. I know we got a, a, a trailer before the game awards, but we got a more extensive look uh, at the TV show, which is shaping up to be looking pretty good. We'll, we'll see, uh, you know, when it, when it drops, I think on Paramount plus, um, but, uh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested as a fallout fan myself. So, um, Oh, uh, hello games. The people who made, uh, the infamous no man's sky, uh, has made some more, um, unrealistic promises, um, with a game called light, no fire. It seems to be like, which I'm gonna call it, um, set in like a fantasy setting but has the same ambition as no man's sky. So hopefully it might actually <laughs> live up to the promises that, uh, were initially made. Um, similar to no man's sky, uh, got a new guilty guild, <laughs> guilty guild, guilty guild strive character. L felt Valentine. Um, I know she's, she's fun at parties. She's fun as part. She got the, she got the mic. She seems like a pop star. Um, I'm kind of digging it. Um, it's, I'm, I'm totally out of guilty gear, but it's interesting. Final fantasy 16, uh, got some DLC announcements. Um, the first is, uh, echoes of the fallen, which, uh, shadow dropped, um, during the show. And then the rising tide, which is coming in 2024. So you got that. I don't know if I'm ready to, if I want to go back. I don't know. I don't know if nothing's happening. Maybe, uh, they, um, ex devs, uh, of, of, uh, dice. Um, they made a shooter called the finals and it just shadow dropped as well. Uh, I believe it's free to play or is it? Let me see. I thought it was free to play. Uh, there were, yeah, there definitely was a closed beta. I don't, I, I don't think it is. Huh? Well, that is a, that's a difficult, that's a difficult buy for me, but there you go. Uh, Capcom revealed Monster Hunter Wilds. So we finally, finally got a new Monster Hunter, uh, well, successor to Monster Hunter World, um, Monster Hunter Wilds, <laughs> which is funny because, uh, um, as some, as a member of the Reset Era, uh, thread or, uh, forum, um, <laughs> it was a funny, interesting discussion about, um, Monster Hunter World 
Monster in the Wilds, they both have the same acronym, MHW. So now people are like, all right, so how are we going to, how are we going to name it? Monster, if we're, you know, mentioning both worlds and wilds in the same sentence, presumably is like, well, how are we, how are we going to, what, what are we going to do? So people are saying like monster to Y, like, you know, W H I, which is, you know, the next letter in it. And then world. So M H W O technically, or also people were, were suggesting monster hunter six. Cause technically is the sixth monster hunter in the series, as well as like, they also secretly put six in the, in the, uh, title of the game in terms of the, the, uh, title design. So there is that as well. So <laughs> I just found that very funny that like did not, did nobody think of, of this, like that this would be a problem in, you know, making a world versus wilds, but I digress. I guess maybe you could, uh, but it's not worlds too. It's wilds, but it technically is worlds too. Cause it's like based off the same template of, you know, worlds. Um, so who knows? Uh, interesting either way. And then the, the biggest thing about it is that, um, it is, uh, coming out in 2025. So that is a pretty long way from, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we got GTA six and monster in the wilds 2025. I just, I hope I, I, I live that long. <laughs> I'm making it seem so bleak and like my time is, 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 is coming to an end, but no. So, uh, Baldur's Gate three, um, also got announced. Well announced for Xbox that it, uh, basically shadow dropped, um, for Xbox because that the whole ordeal with the series X and that they, um, I think what happened was that, um, because of the Xbox series S, um, it was some rule that they, uh, Baldur's gate couldn't release the game until they figured out, uh, getting it to run on the series S, which they specifically for the multiplayer component was difficult. I think I want to say either a local, maybe local that, um, it just wasn't possible to do, or there was, it's, they needed more time to work on the Xbox version based off that rule that you had to get both the series S get the S version working, uh, in order to release it for the, for on their platform, basically. So that whole, that seemed to, they seem to have basically figured it out and have, uh, now, released it. So there is that. Um, I guess let me touch on the winners as well. Cause that is something I did not touch as I forgot. <coughs> forgot them. Excuse me. Let's check IGN for the full list. For the full list. 
Uh, mom, uh, I'm only doing the relevant stuff. So all the stuff that I feel is relevant, I'm not. Uh, Player's Voice, uh, which is the fan voted game of 2023, Baldur's Gate one. Uh, best adaptation, which is basically the best adaptation of a, of the video game IP to other media. And what won this one was The Last of Us, which was deserved, I think. Um, most anticipated game, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Who would have thought? Um, what else? It's a lot of eSports stuff, which I don't really care about. Um, content creator don't care about. Best multiplayer game, Baldur's Gate 3 won that. Um, best sim strategy game, Pikmin 4. Best sports racing game, Forza Motorsport. Um, best family game, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Best fighting game, Street Fighter 6. Well deserved, in my opinion. Uh, best RPG, uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Best action adventure game, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, best action game, Armor Court 6. Innovation and accessibility, Forza Motorsport uh, won that, which I didn't know Forza Motorsport's accessibility options were that were that crazy, but I, apparently it seems like from what I heard that it it's 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 pretty 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 crazy. Uh best VR AR game, Resident Evil Village. Um Best Community Support, Baldur's Gate 3, which is I think I talked about it when we were talking about the nominees, but um yeah, recognizing the game for outstanding community support, transparency and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game updates patches. I guess that kind of makes a little bit more sense. So best mobile game, Honkai Star Rail. Like, come on now. What what are you what are you doing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the relevance of that. Um, day, best debut indie game, Cocoon. Uh, best any game, Sea of Stars. Best ongoing game, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. That that is a, a a a contentious one, I'd say. Um, this is awarded to a game for outstanding development for ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. So yeah, I don't know. Is some something just feels off about that? That like you know. I think at least it legitimately, apparently from what a lot of people are saying, it definitely did turn around a lot of stuff with, you know, uh, it's current, the new paid DLC and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know something about it just doesn't, doesn't sit right with me. Like this is just a, a game that was very horrible at release and wasn't able to uh, fulfill the promises at the time. And then now that like a significant time has passed, it is uh now up to to standard. I get, I don't know something about it. I don't know. It just and then that gets ongoing game compared to like you know online service games like Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite, Genshin Impact, Apex Legends. <sighs> I don't know, man. I digress. Games for Impact, uh, Tachia. Won that best performance, Neil Newborn, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, who I think is a Suron, a Surion. Um, best audio design, Hi Fi Rush, 
which I was hoping for. It deserved it. Best score music, Final Fantasy 16. Eh, sure. Nothing really tickled my fancy that much, but sure. Best art direction, Alan Wake 2. Best narrative, Alan Wake 2. Best game direction, Alan Wake 2. You love to see it. Uh, game of the week, game of the year, Baldur's Gate three. Baldur's Gate three won it. Um, I think pro- probably su- surprising no one. So yeah, uh, shouts out to Alan Wake two. I think uh, um, I totally forgot. I, I think I saw a tweet in regards to that, like uh, they needed some backing a while back to try to get Alan Wake two going, but they couldn't. So they literally made a, a apology video kind of saying, Hey, we, we, we wanted to get, make this happen, but we just didn't, don't have the funding for it. So we're sorry. Uh, and then now seeing like the turnover that like he, uh, the, the game has won so many awards and also, you know, <laughs> the, the, I really, I really enjoyed that performance. The, uh, the, it, it is basically, it is basically a reference to the, to, uh, a segment in the game. That is pretty, pretty awesome that, uh, you know, now seeing it, just seeing it on stage was, it was pretty, was pretty, pretty dope. It was pretty dope. I, and you could see, you know, Sam Lake having a lot of fun and, you know, seeing the, the, the whole turnaround now of, uh, you know, uh, events that happened, you know, uh, that, that didn't, you know, people were saying that said no to his pro the, the project and everything. And now, finally, you know, being able to, to, uh, get this game and it, and it's good that, uh, yeah, it's great. I'm, I'm happy for, for, uh, for remedy in that respect. Cause, uh, Hey, it's a great game. You should play it. I'm just saying, um, so yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, so yeah, I think probably a lot of people will, <laughs> well, Twitter definitely made it known in terms of the, uh, issues that, uh, we've had, we have with the game awards, um, probably at least this year in particular, <laughs> which, uh, what's his name? Uh, Christopher judge, the, the voice actor for Kratos, um, you know, went ridiculously long in his, uh, his acceptance speech last year. Uh, so now, or no, was it last year? Oh yeah, it was because Ragnarok came out. Yeah. Last year. So, um, made a long ass speech, uh, I think eight minutes, which I think maybe might, he might've broke the record as, as the longest, the longest, um, speech acceptance speech. I'm curious now I have to look at, look that up. Um, but yeah, he, uh, so now (laughs) they were quick as hell to get these winners off boy. Like not even didn't even feel like 20, 30 seconds. It felt even shorter than that in a way, but yeah, it was very short. Apparently there was a, they, they showed like that there was a wrap it up, like a prompt prompter, like facing the uh, stage, you know, to tell people, Hey, Hey, <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> also, I forgot that they were doing a, they were doing the steam deck giveaways. And I think the, uh, Legion go, uh, which are two, uh, portable, uh, PC, PC console things that, um, every minute 
uh, for the show, they're giving away uh, one of those. So <laughs> Jeff was like, come on, man. All right. We, we let, let's we're not trying to we're not trying to oversell any 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 of these decks because. Uh, yeah, because that that was also another factor because <laughs> Christopher Judge got a lot of people extra decks because he he extended the time of the show based off of his, 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 his long acceptance speech alone. So, um, that's funny <laughs> that they were like, Hey, we not, we don't, we not trying to sell any more stacks than we were, uh, we were promised. So there was that. Um, <laughs> I'm curious what I, I for, I'm, I'm curious what happened with, uh, yeah. Speaking of Christopher judge where he, uh, uh, announced some category, and uh he just threw some major shade at uh Call of Duty where what did he say? Um Yeah, I think yeah, my uh yeah, my speech was long. Um man, it was uh it was longer than uh, you know, uh or no. Was it shorter? My speech was shorter than than uh I think it was my my speech was shorter than Call of Duty's campaign. Or no, I think it was longer. My speech was longer than Call of Duty's campaign. It's like, oh shit, oh damn, who? Wow, what? <laughs> that was out of nowhere. Uh, so I'm curious if the writers gave him that joke or if he just went off the cuff and, and made that joke. I'm curious, but uh, it seems like something he wouldn't really have have had the foresight and or thought of. So I think somebody one of the writers gave him the joke, probably a uh, Kyle Bossman. That seems like something Kyle Bossman would give <laughs> Chris judge. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I don't, I don't, that doesn't seem like something that natively would come from Chris judge, Christopher judge. I, 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 at least I think, but that was interesting. Um, but yeah, I think they also had a rule that, you know, because we can't have nice things that only like two people were allowed to go on stage, which is unfortunate because, you know, these companies like are putting their blood, sweat and tears into into these games and only to have a couple people, you know, um, come on stage is, is, is unfortunate, but it is what it is. But uh, yeah, it's it's kind of messed up that like, you know, I think at least the story with Baldur's Gate three, like a lot of key people died during the development of the game and, you know, to win game of the year and try to give their heartfelt thanks. But then, you know, being like, all right, guys, it's let's, let's, let's wrap it up, wrap it up. Uh, like, come on, man. It, 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 part of it feels kind of, uh, I don't know, out of touch, out of touch. Like, And, uh, I forgot it was like some statistic that somebody on Twitter, uh, brought up that like literally, um, the show itself was only like 47 minutes and the rest were all ads or something like that. Um, um, don't quote me directly on that, but it was something, something along those lines that, that it was like the show, the show itself was drastically or maybe it was uh specifically the awards themselves or something like that. And then, yeah, that was the other factor too, where, you know, uh, Jeff had a like a rapid fire couple sessions where he, he like revealed a lot of the, uh, um, winners like rapid fire without like, you know, the formal announcement and stuff like, and even like best fighting game, which is kind of 
unfortunate because like, you know, considering the turnaround for um, Street, Street Fighter 5 to, you know, Street Fighter 6 and to, to, to make that a wonderful game that it is, you know, it, it, it's kind of unfortunate and get on, get to get on stage and get the reckon the proper recognition for that. Um, so yeah, I think hopefully they'll, they'll get some, some tweaking in terms of, uh, next year, but, um, yeah, the game awards, AKA the trailer, the, 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 the December, December three, December E3. There you go. Overall, it's cool. Um, yeah, definitely very, mu- very much excited for Monster Hunter on uh, the next Monster Hunter. Um, uh, those Sega games. Yeah. Streets of Rage, baby. Yes. Um, and other stuff that I do not remember recall. So that was the game awards. There it was. Um, I forgot to put a topic. Let me put it, um, I talk, I totally forget that. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So (laughs) speaking, uh, of dead stuff, where am I going to go with that? Do you think, do you guess, uh, E3 officially has announced his death and I can't find else so quick. E3 announced this stuff. So the ESA, who's the company basically behind E3, they basically had a statement. Um, well, was it officially a statement? Not necessarily. We know the entire industry players and creators alike have a lot of passion for E3. We share that passion. Um, we know it's difficult to say goodbye to such a beloved event, but it's the right thing to do given the new opportunities our industry has to reach fans and partners. Uh, so a mix of new competitors, partner withdrawals, changing audience habits and pandemic era disruptions led to E3's collapse and in years of attempts to resuscitate the event, which began in 1995, this is from the Washington post. So, um, yeah. (sighs) So yep. E3 is, E3 is gone. E3 is gone. That's crazy. At least, you know, for me growing up, E3, of course, was, was literally the, what, Christmas slash football, the, the, the Super Bowl, the, the, uh, uh, the playoffs. Um, at least for me, that was, man, it was a lot of good memories, a lot of hype, a lot of hype from E3. But now it's is is officially dead, officially dead, gone. Which you know, obviously, you know, all of that presumably transpired, or I mean, um, transfer is going to transfer to to Jeff Keeley's Summer Games Fest thing. Um. But yeah. Damn. Kind of crazy to think about, but. Hmm. 
the writing was on the wall. People were saying, yeah, it's done. And then eventually, yeah, now it's finally confirmed to be done. So understandable. I mean, you know, with the whole fiasco with the, the journalists and the media, um, information being leaked and docked. And then of course the pandemic that, that threw a huge, huge wrench in a lot of their operations and stuff too. So it's unfortunate. I don't know, man. It's like, you know, E3 is the name you got used to know and love every summer is no more RIP E3. Thanks for the memories. Thanks for the hype. It was a great time. It was a great time. Such a great time. Damn. It's crazy. Like I, I guess it didn't really sink, sink in, but it's now starting singing like, man, it's, I mean, technically it was a shell of its former self before it, you know, eventually stopped, but still, I don't know, obviously some of the biggest game announcements and memories from, uh, you know, watching and following the event. So RIP three, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone, man. It's gone. It's gone. It's no more. It's no more. Man, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why it's hitting me technically, but, uh, it is, um, keeping that deaf train going though. <laughs> choo, choo. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I did not want to, but you know, here we are, here we are. The last of us, uh, factions, uh, pretty much canceled at this point. Um, let me just read the statement from a uh, naughty dog, uh, an update on last of us online. We realize many of you have been anticipating news around the project that we've been calling the last of us online. There is no easy way to say this. We've made the incredibly difficult decision to stop development on that game. We know this news will be tough for many, especially our dedicated, the last of us factions community. We who have been following our multiplayer ambitions ardently, ardently. We're equally crushed at the studio as we were looking forward to put it in, in your hands. <laughs> I felt it coming. We wanted to share with you some background of how we came to this decision. The multiplayer team has been in pre-production with this game since we were working on the last of us part two crafting and when crafting an experience we felt was unique and had tremendous potential. As the multiplayer team iterated on their concept of the last of us online during this time, their vision crystallized, the gameplay got more refined and satisfying, and we were enthusiastic about the direction in which we were headed in ramping up to full production. The massive scope of our ambition became clear to release and support the last of us online. We'd have to put all our studio resources behind supporting post launch content for years to come. 
severely impacting development on future single player games. So we had two paths in front of us, uh, become a solely live service game studio or continue to focus on single player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. We are immensely proud of everyone at the studio that touched this project. The learnings and investments in technology from this game will carry into how we develop our projects and will be invaluable in the direction we are headed as a studio. We have more than one ambitious brand new single player game that we were working on here at Naughty Dog, and we cannot wait to share more about what comes next when we're ready. Until then, we're incredibly thankful to our community for your support throughout the years. Damn. Damn. I'm getting emotional. I'm getting emotional. I'm getting emotional. I'm getting emotional. I just can't. I just got. I just had some. <laughs> I just had some sinuses. I don't. Sinuses was acting up a little bit. That's all. Um. So yeah, I don't know. <sighs> um. I'm very much disappointed and bummed out for sure. One of uh, Lathless uh, multiplayer, the factions multiplayer was some of the best multiplayer I've, uh, you know, played just how they, uh, especially like the PS3 version where, you know, you could, <laughs> it had the funny Facebook integration, which uh, I remember that vividly. It's like <laughs> one of my friends died uh, from like uh, sepsis or some shit. Like just seeing that as, as like you play match to match was, was, was a fun, cool little you know, um, kind of, um, pseudo realistic kind of way to kind of, you know, uh, have some, have some stakes, which was kind of cool. I liked kind of that, that as well. You know, it was, it was, it was fun. It was very creative and it, it wasn't like a, it didn't feel tacked on. It felt like a, um, uh, a thoughtful, worthwhile experience in addition to the, um, the main game itself. So, so I, I, I guess I'm curious where things would go now. So like, I'm okay with this factions multiplayer being canceled. If that does mean that we'll get a multiplayer component with, with the next last of us, which is heavily rumored. So if that is the case, I'm okay with that. If it's like, roughly in the, within the same scale as the, the first factions multiplayer, maybe just a little bit more ambitious. Like they scaled it down significantly because of that or whatever. I'd be totally cool with that. Um, of course I would have liked what, whatever this was, but if it is, if it did, if it does, if it did come at a detriment to the single player component of the game, then yeah, I would ultimately prefer the single player to not be compromised to, you know, 
maybe have have or you know be resorted to the the multiplayer um you know be compromised technically like in terms of scale so i think the big ambitions that they had um i think it at least they you could tell like cuz the leaks that came out a, a while back you could tell like they had a pretty much established game so at least they for sure have something to work with. So I think that definitely at least will for sure at the very least see a multiplayer, um, just that just to a much shorter scale slash in ambition, um, come out at some point, at least that's, that's my, that's my hunch. Um, cause it's like, why would they waste all the development time they did make in this game and not have anything come of it? I don't think so. I think it is that de- we're definitely going to see a multiplayer component um, be bundled with some game. Maybe, maybe be its own thing technically. Um, but I think we'll definitely see it in some way, shape or form. It just, it just won't be as ambitious as what they were hyping it up uh, or, you know, touting it to be. So, which is fine. Okay. As long as we get like a, a continuation of the multiplayer, I'm okay with it. Would I love it to be super ambitious and like crazy, whatever? Absolutely. But if, if it's something they realize it's like, well, we have to do single player or multiplayer one or the other. What are we going to do? I'm, I'm, I, I totally prefer just them scaling down the multiplayer to be feasible to, you know, do, uh, in, in, um, in addition to the single player stuff. So, those are my thoughts on it. I am definitely very much bummed because, yeah, I was very much looking forward to it. Um, you know, looking forward to like, you know, playing with with uh, friends and like, hey, man, can you <laughs> ask my friend and realize, hey, man, can you heal me from this dysentery, please? So I can get back in the game. Like, ah, all right, man, let me let me boot it up real quick. Let me let me heal you from dysentery. Now go ahead and. I gave you a bonus. I gave you a bonus little, I gave you some chicken, a little, a little bit of chicken so you can, you know, get a, get a 5% buff to beat the shit out of people. I don't know. Something like that. I don't, um, <laughs> that is probably no way near like the scale or craziness. They probably, yeah. You know what would, would be cool is if, what would be really cool if, is if they like made, some documentary, like let's say they dropped the on, they like, uh, released the online or, you know, the, 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 the next iteration of factions that obviously is not to the scale that is promised and they release it. If they do that and then probably give us like a dope, like, um, a dope, uh, behind the scenes, like kind of similar to, I guess what they're going to do with uh part two, where they had some deleted loss levels and stuff like that, like uh, a little bit more thorough look at what they were at least thinking of and planning to do, but didn't come to fruition. Like, I think that would be a cool little um, constellation for this project that didn't happen. And, you know, obviously a lot of rampant fans uh, that we are for this uh, multiplayer part, and, you know, I think that would at least be, uh, satisfactory for me personally. If we, if we got like a pretty legit multiplayer experience that isn't as ambitious as, you know, they, they 
they they they initially you know sold us on, but it it does do it does make a lot of improvements and um, additions from the uh, the first factions game. But they in addition to that, they also have like a behind the scenes making of type thing. Hell, even just separately on YouTube while in, you know, in uh, uh, simultaneously with the with whatever the release of said uh, multiplayer sequel game is would be that'd be satisfactory for me personally, because I'm just curious, especially considering how ambitious they are, like uh, what what were they planning that that at least gives you the idea gives you the like oh, okay that's that's very ridiculously ambitious i could see why they really ultimately decided not to type thing just to just to get just curious just to satisfy my curiosity as well as like you know also put my disappointment at ease where i was like ah you know i understand like that that probably wasn't going to come of anything so Ha. Huh. It, it 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 hurts. It hurts a little bit. It hurts a little bit, but I think we'll at least still see something of it. It won't be like what they said, but I think we'll still for sure get a multiplayer component still. Um Yeah, I think at this point we're at least we're more than likely going to get that with presumably uh the last was part 3. So Hope is not lost, completely lost, but man, ah, it is, that is disappointing though. I was very much looking forward to it. I really was ready to do some executions and make, make me a, make me a, um, a smart mom and get some sugar and some, some alcohol and make me a, make me a Molotov with a, with a, get a rag from somewhere. <sighs> I wanted to be, I want to be immersed when I had that visceral combat. I just wanted to, I guess, <laughs> I guess I, I, I'm acting like the, uh, the, the first factions game still do, doesn't exist when it totally still does. And the servers are up. I'm pretty sure. So definitely this is, for sure going to make me want to play the uh, original factions multiplayer. So just out of spite, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm just so, so disappointed. I'm, I'm going to play and support your original game that much more. I am curious though. Yeah. I feel like somebody's going to probably look into it. Like, you know, the uh, originals factions mode uh, player population increased by, 400% after this announcement or something like that, which I would not be surprised, but, uh, huh, man, I'll wait. I'll wait. Naughty dog. However long, however long you need me to. Well, you know, at least before, before I die, I, I'd, I'd like to play something like that. And who knows that that might be something like on the back burner, like after they done our, everything they wanted to with the last of us and maybe get, a dedicated team um, for factions and maybe bring it back. I don't know. I feel like that's such a really dope concept for them. to just completely scrap. 
Like they might maybe give it to another team. I don't know. I just I, part of it's part of me that 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 might be slightly delusional, and also another aspect of me that just like ah, really likes that that mode. That I just want to see a continuation of it still. I guess only time will tell, man. Ah, ugh. Was was that meme with the old dude? Ah, oh, my heart. Oh, my heart. You're killing me, naughty dog. You're, you're killing me with the, <laughs> the arc. <laughs> you're killing me. Oh, man. Ah, oh, rip. Rip. F***ing rip. Damn it. Damn it. You were the chosen one, naughty dog. Damn it. You were the chosen one. You were the chosen one. Oh, it stings. Ah, oh, man. It, 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 I just the weight of it, I'm realizing I'm coming to terms with right now. And it's just like, ah. Oh. Damn, man. I wanted it. I wanted it so bad. I really did. Now it's, now it's, now it's nothing. It's gone. <laughs> Guys, we have not heard you. <laughs> Guys, we're going to disregard you. So, oh, all right. I got, I got to get over. I could just, I could literally just finish this whole podcast. Just me just ranting about how much I would have wanted the last of us factions, but, but I won't, I will have my restraint and, I will, I will move on. I will move on. Oh. Oh. So, um, with that being said, uh, GTA six finally announced. We finally got a trailer which unfortunately was leaked early, um, by a leaker. And, uh, yeah, that happened. So pretty much it was set to drop, I think Tuesday morning, but, um, a leaker, I think it was like a developer's son that like, uh, got the footage or got the game, uh, in the trailer. And, dropped it like on Twitter was leaking it everywhere and had a whole big, big ass watermark by Bitcoin or whatever. Um, so yeah, people were just having a ball with it, but I forgot. It was also another aspect where I think because they uploaded the, the trailer on YouTube early, they, they like had it uploaded to YouTube to then like per publish or uh, premiere, um, at the said time that I think somehow people also got it that way, a little muddy on, on that, those semantics, but nonetheless, regardless, the point remains is that it was leaked. So, um, yeah, it was leaked. So, <laughs> so rockstar beat everybody's punch. Like, Ah, uh, well, because somebody leaked it. Well, here's the trailer that you can watch officially at better quality. All right. 
<laughs> don't watch our trailer in this shitty ass, uh, uh, damn potato quality. You, if you gonna watch it, watch us, watch, watch, watch it from the source, which I, I respect rockstar for doing that. That's, that's pretty dope. Where it's like, Hey, all right, y'all just, y'all just going to give all these, these leakers views, give us the views, give us the company that made the damn trailer, uh, the views, please. So that's what they did. That's what they did. Um, let me watch it again. I've, I've watched it many of times. I've watched the breakdowns. I've watched, I've watched it all. Um, crazy stats though. So I think it, 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 as you would probably expect it broke records. It is, I think the most viewed YouTube video within 24 hours. I think it beat like Mr. Beast that had that record apparently or something like that. Currently as of today, 10 days since it dropped, uh, 148 million views. Damn, almost 150 million views. That is crazy. Um, that is wild. It is wild. Wild. But yeah, hey, clearly people are fiending for Grand Theft Auto. Big surprise. Um, but yeah, the trailer is pretty dope. You see, uh, I forgot her name. What is her name? Damn it. What is, uh, what's that? What's that GTA <laughs> six girls, girls name? Lucia. Okay. Lucia confirm. She's Latina. I ain't mad at it. She's a woman. <laughs> she's also, <laughs> this is from the gamers. I think article, uh, YouTube's, uh, well, Google's truncated search. Um, but yeah, so she is a prisoner. Well, at least it shows that she's, she's a prisoner. Um, apparently she gets out. I guess we don't, a lot of that is unclear that, um, you know, it it definitely is toted to be like a Bonnie and Clyde type story, or at least there's a significant aspect to that in, in the, uh, in the game. Um, it shows a lot of, of, uh, vice city. So basically we're going back to vice city. Well, at least that was previously visited in the PS2 version era of, uh, grand theft auto. So we going back to Florida. Um, but this definitely seems to be way more expanded. So, you know, you got Miami, you got, um, damn all the locales you got the uh, is Baton Rouge out there somewhere? Probably. I don't, this is, this is me showing my ge- geographical, uh, knowledge, a lot of, a lot of dope references. Um, but yeah, man, it looks good. It, at least for, at least for me, I was surprised that the damn game, even, uh, that I thought this was just like, okay, this is just like pre-render stuff, but now the, after the many times I'm looking at it, it seems like it might be, uh, it, it might be legit. It might be legit. I'm just, I just don't, 
I guess mentally it's hard for me to like fathom like this, this actually looking this good and just being in engine and playable. Um, but seemingly it is so, and I don't know how much that is like confirmed, but I mean, you could see like various particular, like free freeze frames. You could see like, okay, this is actually rendered. Um, this actually is in game, you know? So there's that. And then of course the coldest, one of the coldest, uh, trailer picks of, uh, all time I, uh, is up there where you can see the picks of both, uh, who's the dude's name? What is that guy's name? What's that GTA six guy's <laughs> name? <laughs> uh, I don't think he, he technically is confirmed. Well, I know, I think via leaks, Jason, supposedly Jason. So that's the supposed quote unquote. I don't think it's technically been confirmed yet necessarily. But Lucia, so from the leaks way back, it, they like, I guess, data mine that it was like Jason and Lucia. So we know Lucia is confirmed. So that guy obviously must be Jason. So yeah. Um, yeah, that is a cold ass, cold ass, uh, pick GTA six, man. So yeah, I mean, it's a lot to definitely like compress, (laughs) decompress from this, but, uh, yeah. So you get the beach locale and like the population seems very dense. Um, you know, surprisingly for a console game, well, you know, next gen, but, uh, yeah, you seeing like the, the flamingos, you seeing wildlife, like the diversity of like character builds and body types is, is crazy. Like, uh, seeing this beach scene, you see very different body types. You like a very muscular guy. You see like some very big guys. You see like, uh, voluptuous women like curve, like legit curves and stuff that is crazy. It's they, the attention to detail is still there. So, um, yeah, man, you got, you got perverts looking at taking pics of a girl. Well, I guess they're in a relationship, presumably, hopefully, uh, or, or this dude is just creeping at this girl, got a camera right up her ass. But Hey, I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> I guess it's right on brand for my, I don't, I, I'm, I'm talking mess and I've never even been to Miami. So, um, got the boat action, got the car action where they're doing, she's this girl. It seems to be Lucia. Um, she like having a good time in, in the car. It's hard to confirm fully, but you know, you see some of the low rider scenes, which presumably you'd be able to customize your, customize your car and all that stuff. Strip club. Um, the, the, I'm just, the, the ass physics is, it seems to be legit cause they it's moving. It's moving like it got it, it, like, like a ass. <laughs> it's moving like a ass. Would. I'm just, as I'm, I'm just saying it just, it, it moves what I would assume an ass would move like, but you know, I'm just, that's just, I'm just saying, uh, then they, of course they show the, 
what Miami locale, the infamous, like, I don't even know what the, is it called boardwalk? I don't know. Um, some, some infamous cars is that the cheetah got the comet. I think that's an infernus. Um, so of course you got the iconic cars showing the nightclub life <laughs> and it's crazy. I think I saw a comparison to uh, GTA vice city compared to, uh, showing this is like, damn, how far have we come? Like, um, man. And then, uh, yeah, you see a lot of land, like a, a wide out pick. Um, so it, at least a lot of people are saying this is definitely going to be a huge ass map, which I definitely believe in. Um, yeah, yeah, it's ambitious. And then, then it, yeah, I know that this was another aspect where they did a, a, a huge emphasis on like social media, which makes sense. I mean, that's the, it's the times we're in now. So like a lot seems to be like, like a, a satire of TikTok. It looks like showing like, you know, alligator wrangling a girl twerking on a, on a, on a car, which looks very detailed. Cause that, that ass is jiggling. I'm just, I'm just saying it, 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 it's got a mind, got a mind of his own, you know, um, some, some found camera type footage, like, uh, from a police cam, some infamous like moments that are like being, uh, you know, satirized, satirized with it made fun of, you know, um, yeah, it's a lot to, it's a, it's a lot to, to get from this trailer. Um, Lucia, I mean, she, she is, she is a fine woman. I'm just saying, um, I would, I would do crime with her, you know? Um, I don't even do crime, but I do crime with her, you know? So I understand who knows, maybe that's the thing where he like, I ain't trying to get into, but Lucia's like, Hey, you, you want to be with me or not? They're like, well, I guess, <laughs> I guess I got to do what I got to do. Yeah, man. GTA six. We finally have like something to latch on to now on terms of like, you know, for the next who know, well, it, it, it it's coming 2025. So another game we have to wait a long time for, but there you are. GTA six, man. We have finally, we finally come. We're finally here. Yeah. I I heard a lot of people talking about like, oh yeah, this is, this is not, this is going to be a 60 FPS game. And I'm like, I, 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 I doubt it. Unless, um, unless those pro console rumors are true. I, and I, I think even then it might be at best, like what, um, might be like 60, uh, 40 FPS, maybe at best, even then and like get the best performance of GTA or whatever. So no PC simultaneous PC release. So, uh, still sticking to the rockstar tradition of, uh, getting a PC version much later after the console versions. Um, which is fine. Personally, I'm okay with that. Uh, obviously as somebody who is mainly, mainly sticks with console and, you know, I dabble with PC a fair amount, but I, I don't know. I just still, I'm so used to just growing up with console. I just have, is I've, I've always been used to console in general. And now that the lines are kind of being more blurred as well as, you know, now you get a little bit more granularity with consoles, um, that are almost in a line with PC to an extent. So I'm totally fine with it. 
Um, and I think obviously a lot of other people will be fine with it where it just, they're just going to play it on the console first. And then when PC comes out, they're going to double dip. That's what I'm going to do. So, you know, um, there is that. Um, yeah, man, GTA six. Finally, finally, it's crazy to, to, to acknowledge now kind of, uh, wow. We're in that age. 10 years, 10 years. Well, it's technically going to be like what? 12 years in theory, like between the original GTA five, which came out in 2013. And now GTA six was, is going to come out in, uh, 2025, 12 years since the last grand theft auto. That is crazy to think about. Like so much can happen in 12 years, man. Like, (laughs) You could have a full blown kid and they're like, what, you know, like a 10, 11, my math. Don't, don't check me on my math. It's okay. You accept it. It's all right. Um, yeah, that's wild. About to be 12 years between, uh, between, uh, between games. Wow. So there you have it. GTA six. ETA six. Um, moving on. Uh, developer fantastic shuts down. So, um, if you don't know, fantastic is, is, a. Uh, the developer behind the day before an interesting little game. Um, uh, if you don't know, it was, uh, basically this, uh, pretty, um, captivating trailer that basically showed what to expect when playing the game. Um, where it was pretty much kind of like a little bit of Daisy with a little bit of a state of decay. Um, that's probably the best I can kind of describe. Um, yeah, like a mix between Daisy and state of the case and the vibe I got, but way more, well, felt at least grand, a much grander scale where, you know, these fully huge ass worlds that you can explore and like scavenge and, and probably do a lot of other, other things. And so they recently, um, released the game on beta beta on steam and boy stuff did not go well stuff did not go well. So a lot of outcry and, uh, um, discourse in terms of like the game that a lot of people feeling ripped off. They're like, what is, what the hell is this? This is nowhere near, not even remotely close to the trailer. Uh, we were shown, we, we feel lied to, this is horrible. Want my refund, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, that pretty much happened. And then like, I guess shortly, uh, thereafter fantastic dropped a statement that basically they're, uh, they're shutting down. So what is it specifically today? We announced the closure of fantastic studio. Unfortunately, the day before has failed financially. <laughs> like I like how it at least is, is it's, it's a, told it to blame the game itself. Like not the, 
people behind it necessarily. We lack the funds to continue. All income received is being used to pay off debts to our partners. We invested all our efforts, resources, and man hours in the development of the day before, which was our first huge game. We really wanted to release new patches to reveal the full potential of the game, but unfortunately, we don't have the funding to continue the work. It's important to note that we didn't take any money from the public during the development of the day before. There were no pre-orders or crowdfunding campaigns. We worked tirelessly for five years, pouring our blood, sweat, and tears into the game. At the moment, the, the future of the day before in Prop Night is unknown, but the servers will remain operational. We apologize if we didn't meet your expectations. We did everything within our power, but unfortunately, we miscalculated our capabilities. Creating games is an incredibly challenging endeavor. We're grateful to everyone who supported us uh, during these difficult years. It's been a fantastic journey over the past eight years. Um, so, yeah, there you have it. Um, yeah, yikes, big yikes. So I think they apparently also took the game off Steam, um, you know, due to the uh, outcry as well. And um, yeah. Yeah, not a good look. So yeah, this is a you know a lesson to you know at least look into some of the games you are supporting and you know are interested in like that don't necessarily have a reputation. Which I guess they apparently published made some games, but none that I'm really familiar with. What were the games? He said, uh. The Wild Eight, Dead Dozen, Radiant One, Prop Night were apparently these games before. So, mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunate. I was looking forward to it, but from based off the trailer, but apparently, and I'm 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 curious. I'm gonna have definitely gonna go into a little rabbit hole in. Uh, look up some thorough analysis, uh, analyses of what happened. But, um, that, that seems to be the gist of it. There you, yeah, there, there's that, there's that, that happened. That was a thing that, uh, that transpired. Um, moving on. Uh, Cold Veronica, Resident Evil Cold Veronica supposedly is rumored to be in the works. Um, preface before talking about this, this is definitely take this with a, with a huge grain of salt as this is from a, a person submitted on, uh, submitting something on 4chan, which is always a, uh, is a very sketchy place when it comes to like, you know, claims and leaks and rumors and spoilers, whatever. So with that in mind, uh, at least a, uh, uh, this is from a tester that apparently visited, um, tested the supposedly the Resident Evil Cole Veronica remake. He has a lot of bold claims in terms of, you know, um, what was one? Uh, it's a story about Claire Redfield and Rockford Island third person similar to the RE2 remake. Uh, I played only a short demo provided by developers to test and give feedback to new mechanics. 
Game starts with prologue where Claire remembers Raccoon City. We see explosion. Claire is looking for her brother. We start the slow paced tutorial section inside. Um, Umbrella core building. Player controls Claire as she goes in some offices and when it escapes from guard, she's captured and sent to Rockford. Yeah, prison area is vast with many cells and guards, uh, guards rooms. It's it's this is roughly translated. So it's there is some broke, broken English aspects. Uh, when when new character Ricardo lets her go, she encounters some military man in black suit, but he is killed by falling debris from explosion. Island is attacked. Claire escapes. But right at the end of the prison section, she meets the she meets with Steve in cell. He asks her. He asks her <laughs> to let him out. Claire is hesitant, but decides that if he is against corporation, then he is no enemy. They together escape and enter some kind of state room. Here, player can freely switch from Claire to Steve. Oh, that's interesting. I did not get that. Player can explore the next areas as any character. Each character have their own set of skills. Claire is better with knives and her aim is better and faster. <laughs> Become a point. <laughs> no, uh, the broken English is it's making me laugh <laughs> and describe it. It's because it, a part of it kind of feels like, um, uh, what is it like? Uh, I don't know. A, um, like an incel type, just like, you know, like just typing like, uh, you know, Claire, Steve can fire two guns at the same time and Rennie faster, but cannot mix herbs, can throw knife from distance at enemy. Um, <laughs> Claire is better with puzzles, can give player advice how to solve them and see hidden items. Sometimes Steve can use stealth and knows some passwords and complex <laughs> demo ends when they get to palace. Uh, that is all I want to share. So grain of salt. I don't know. Um, it's it. A few aspects are just weird. Cause it's like considering that Cole Veronica, uh, I forgot in some statement, they said that they are not working on the game. Some, I, I don't think they said it directly, but somehow they said that like the game is not in the works or that they're working on something else and not working on this. Um, maybe I think it was technically by, I want to say maybe dust golem, the infamous like Capcom leaker, um, might've said something about that, or I think he actually debunked this technically, but still is just an interesting, uh, interesting topic to, to talk about and bring to, uh, you know, to like, cause I definitely would love this to be true in general that this exists, but it's, it's, it's up in the air, you know, but I don't know. Some of this you, you could technically think is believable, but I don't know. I don't think it's, uh, it, it seems too good to be true. That's probably the one factor really that like, what we really all complain that we want Cole Veronica to be the the next remade Resident Evil game and it, they're actually doing it like, hmm, I don't know. I don't think Capcom would, would listen to us like that. I don't know. So who knows? Who knows? I don't know.
I would definitely want it for sure. I'm just the, the, the pessimist in me is just saying, I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a thing. I want it to be. I just don't think it is, but a part of me wants it to, but I just don't think it, it, it is. I just don't think it is. Let me check. Is it still up? Is it still up and did, uh, it's gone. The link is gone. There is the pick. The pick is technically still up showing claimed, uh, said, said rumor post or whatever. So, ah, I don't know, man. I just, some of that, that does sound cool, but I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. I believe when I see it, you know, I believe when I see it, I believe when I see it. Um, in line with that, Capcom confirmed <laughs> that more remakes are coming. <laughs> I guess that's a weird, uh, weird, weird supplement to this, but, um, at a PlayStation partner awards event in Japan, attended and translated by IGN Japan, Resident Evil 4 remake director, uh, Yashiro Antpo, Antpo said the company will announce its next Resident Evil remake in due course. Yes. Antpo re- uh, replied when asked if Capcom wants to keep making Resident Evil remakes. We've released three remakes so far and they, was it? Oh, recently I was about to say like, wasn't RE remake a remake, but, uh, we released remakes so far and they have all been received very well. Since it allows a modern audience to play these games, it is something I am happy to do as someone that loves these older games and we want to continue doing more. What game we will remake in the future is something that we would like to announce in the future. So please look forward to it. Um, so yes, the, the optimist in me would, would love it to be co Veronica cause technically that just makes the most sense, especially considering the implications that, uh, there is going to be a resident evil, um, five, um, remade being remade a lot of the story and plot elements in co Veronica X just need to be established to make resident evil five make sense. Cause yeah, just the whole rivalry between Chris and Wesker specifically. Um, well that, I guess that's really the main trying to think otherwise, but it's a lot. It's a lot. They did establish though, when it came to that, just you know, Wesker himself. Well, seeing Wesker, evil Wesker fully in fruition out of the shadows is another aspect that, um, this game, you know, very much sheds a a huge light on. And then of course, all the cool liberties that you could do with Wesker as a character in, you know, a remake format, you know, um, yeah, 
I don't, it just would be such a missed opportunity to like, just totally skip this and just do remake five. Uh, I hope they don't personally. I hope they don't. I guess the only thing I could see them trying to do is like maybe doing five and then I don't know, somehow shoveling aspects of Cove Veronica into five, but that would feel just as messy, you know? I don't know, man. I hope it's Cove Veronica. Some people are talking like, oh, you know what? <laughs> remake one again. It's time. Let's just remake one all over again, which, uh, I could, I, 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 I am so satisfied with, with, uh, the first RE remake that it's similar to Resident Evil four. Where I was like, it's, it's, it's pretty much almost pretty much perfect. Let's just not touch it. Cause it's so perfect. And we pretty much aren't really capable of, you know, catching lightning in a bottle again. So let's not, I don't know. That's, that's where I feel. Um, how I feel about them, uh, remaking one again. And it just will feel weird. I don't know that, that like they would do it again, even though it technically was already being remade considering it, it is a significant amount of time in terms of like, you know, the time of, uh, you know, since the original came out, but I don't know. I, I just feel like they're because it's so good. I feel like it doesn't need to be remade because it's so good. And it, it, it's not like it's aged poorly. I think it's aged very well still to this day. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Hopefully Cove Veronica, hopefully, hopefully I'm hoping those rumors are true technically, but, uh, time will tell time will tell. Um, Elden Ring DLC still weighs off. This is a uh, via an interview at the PlayStation Awards by the uh, Lee producer. What's his full name? Katow. I don't know. His, it's in Japanese. I don't know his full name, but uh, Katow was the producer for uh, Elden Ring. Um, so yeah, I guess he was, he was axed specifically. Um, I think there are many users uh, who are looking forward to DLC. How is the development progress? Uh, Mr. Katow, I will talk about DLC another time. It is still a little ways off, but progress is going well. Like Bloodborne, it has new battles and new characters. Please look forward to new things. <laughs> so, uh, probably the biggest interesting aspect is that he, the fact that he mentioned Bloodborne, which, you know, people who are very much feverishly wanting some continuation, some new iteration, whether it be a remake, a remaster, even a sequel. But, uh, yeah. So him mentioning Bloodborne, I think got, I, hey, it got it, it got my undies in the tizzy. I know that much. So 
the fact that he uh, mentioned it is very peculiar, but I guess he it seemingly, I guess it could be interpreted it interpreted as him interpreted as him trying to um, paint the picture more clearly that like Bloodborne is more is more of a feasible use case than like uh, Dark Souls or something like that. So, um, yeah, but yeah, like Bloodborne has new battles and new characters. So he could be implying like the DLC for Bloodborne, even though, but technically Dark Souls had the same thing when it came to DLC too. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to gauge really, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, at least the, the sad, <laughs> the sad is part is yeah, that is a little ways off. So it seems like at best, maybe towards the end of next year is my guess. Like probably like fall of 2024, we might see the DLC just based going off of the statement. Um, but time will tell, I guess, but yeah. How dare you say bloodborne and not have remaster two, remaster or two remake in the, in the, in the same sentence. It just, that's just not right. Well, I guess we got Liza P. I forgot. I, I should play that at some point, but that'll hopefully satiate my, my desire for Victorian, Victorian lore souls like game that isn't Bloodborne. So, uh, another interesting, <laughs> very peculiar, interesting, uh, interesting topic. So apparently Bethesda, who of course recently, um, semi recently, uh, released Starfield, which has been, uh, I don't know. I feel Starfield is kind of divisive. It feels like, cause there's of course, you know, your diehard fans or just people who are really, really love it and probably, you know, doing various multiple playthroughs, uh, doing the plus, I forgot what the terminology was, but not really a spoiler, but in, in um, in the game, you can technically, um, I guess kind of re-roll in some ways, but you could basically restart the, not restart, but kind of new game plus the game basically. Yeah. So with that comes some new interesting elements that like certain plot, ch- plot, uh, plot elements slightly change. Like, uh, one really dope thing, which I think none of us would ever really play or get to anyway, but was that you can, you can get to a point where there was a, uh, new game plus run that a guy did where he actually ran into himself, uh, as the, you know, the game player that they created or whatever. And he, he, uh, convinced himself to join his crew. So he convinced the said new person from the many universes, quote unquote, that he convinced himself from another universe to join his party, which that is freaking dope. Probably wouldn't play the game that much to get to that point or try to get that, get there. But just the idea of being able to do that is pretty dope in itself. But nonetheless, 
Um, there also are people who are not very happy with Starfield and have some complaints. And um, I think uh, legit uh, criticisms towards the game. So supposedly um, via the uh, Steam reviews. Yeah. So despite uh, this is via um, Eurogamer, uh, despite these initial player numbers, Starfield currently sits at a mixed review status on Steam. At the time of writing, 69% of the game's 80,365 80, reviews on the platform are positive. The rest are obviously less generous. So with that being said, um, seemingly like uh, Starfield developers, well, their customer support team, Bethesda's customer support team, I guess, I don't know. I assume they've been, they were tasked by the higher ups or, or the grandfather himself, Todd Howard, uh, saying, Hey, can you, uh, can you check some of these? (laughs) Can you check some of these people that are, uh, that are giving us, uh, unwarranted negative reviews on steam, please. So, yeah. So seemingly like in some of the reviews, the, uh, Bethesda's like support is responded to some of the negative reviews. So one I'm seeing was, um, I guess they, I guess they didn't, they didn't show the actual criticism or whatever, but so a statement from, from them was while there may be loading screens in between fast traveling, um, and I forgot it's, it's preface by, you know, um, oh, even developers, I think developers are also included, uh, it seems. So hi there. Thank you for taking the time to provide your review. And we are sorry to hear that you were disappointed with encountering many loading screens while playing. While there may be loading screens in between fast traveling, uh, just consider the amount of data for the expansive gameplay as procedurally generated to load flawlessly in under three seconds. We believe that that shortcoming will not hinder our players from getting lost in the world we've created, <laughs> which is, it's odd. It, you are, you, you, you being the developer of the game, you're, uh, it's something weird about that. It's like, you clearly have a bias toward a, a bias and an affinity towards your game. So, for you to criticize, to criticize a criticism, it, it just, it, it feels like it's in bad taste, you know, in the grand scheme of things to like, let people voice their opinions. Like clearly they gave your game the time of day to, you know, give, give, give their time to play it and, you know, have their, their legit, um, concerns and issues with the game that they should express to other potential customers that are, you know, looking into the game. So yeah, nah, I think there was another one. Uh, greetings. Thank you for taking the time to leave a review for Starfield. We are sorry that you do. <laughs> we are sorry that you do not land like landing on different planets. Uh, and are finding many of them empty. <laughs> that is, um, 
Uh, some of Starfield's planets are meant to be empty by design, but that's not boring. When the astronauts went to the moon, there was nothing there. They certainly weren't bored. The intention of Starfield's exploration is to evoke a feeling of smallness in players and make you feel overwhelmed. You can continue to explore and find worlds that do have resources you need or hidden outposts to look through. It's just, it's just, it's, it's cringy. That's like the only thing I could take from it. Cause it's like, you're, you're, it's like you're being combative for somebody who's had, who's expressing a legit issue they have with the game for other people to, you know, make their own decisions from by looking at said review. And it's like, you're the, you being the developer who made the game, like, Hey, um, you looking at this review, uh, we think this, uh, in comparison to what you thought about playing our game, because we are the people that developed it. So, you know, yeah, like take our word for it. Cause you know, we made the game. We know what you want. We know what you like and don't like. So don't, don't do us like that. I don't know. That is odd. That is so weird to do. That's so weird to do. Oh, <laughs> that's like if you're dating somebody. I yeah, it, it it's very similar. Like if you're dating somebody, you're dating somebody, and they say, "Hey, I don't think this is working out. I I just I just don't like certain aspects about you." Blah blah blah. And then you're like, "Well." I think you should think differently because I am really awesome of a person. So you should, you should, you should probably not think the way you're thinking. Yeah. It's just weird, man. That's just so weird. Why, why would they do that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird, man. That's weird. Let people express their opinions on your game. Don't, don't it's like you're trying to silence them in a way too, where it's like, I don't know. It's like kind of being overprotective in some aspects as well. That is weird, man. That is so weird. Why would you do that? Ah, it's in bad taste. <laughs> Let me read this other one. This is, oh, this is entertaining to an extent, but it's, it's, it's like watching a car crash. You, uh, you can't turn away. Um, you don't want to look, but you uh, can't turn away. Uh, <laughs> greetings. Thank you for taking the time to leave a review for Starfield. You can fly. You can shoot. You can mine. You can loot. <laughs> this is a reply to a review, man. Starfield is an RPG with hundreds of hours of quests to complete and characters to meet. Most quests will also vary on your character skills and decisions, massively changing the outcome of your playthrough. Try creating. <laughs> They're telling you what's. Oh man. <sighs> Try creating different characters with backgrounds and characteristics that clash or are a, 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 posit, a positive of your previous character. You will feel like you are playing a totally different game. 
you put points and different skills from a character you've previously created. And you are now faced with completely different decisions to make and difficulties to encounter. There are so many layers to Starfield that you will find things you've never knew were possible after playing for hundreds of hours. Oh man, it's so cringy, man. You will uh, try <laughs> try creating different characters with. <laughs> is, oh man, that is so. That is so in bad taste, man. Oh man, it's this is it's weird to just like defend your game towards customers of your game that have legitimate issues with your game. And for, it's like you are, what's the word? It's like you are basically, uh, not deflecting, but, um, what am I look like? Uh, you're making lesser than what is the word I'm looking for? Not demean, but something with a D. Um, fuck. Damn it. I'm, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, another word for demean. It's, I know it's, it's in my head and I just, it's not coming up. Um, not, not debased, not degree, not despise, not disparage, not contempt, not derogate, 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 not descend the track, not lower. What is the word I'm looking for? I feel like I'm on Sesame street. Guess the word, guess the word. Not something with a D not to mean, but to make lesser than downplay, maybe downplay kind of downplay or like, ah, oh, I cannot get, it. it's going to kill me too. But somebody listening is like, it's, it's fucking, it's fucking this. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just drawing a blank for some reason. Yeah. So it's, this is very weird. That's so weird, man. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you're a developer and somebody has a legitimate like issue, it's one thing. And even then I still wouldn't cause it's still, it still technically makes you look bad. Like if it's just somebody that's not, that doesn't have anything constructive to say, and they're just being like, like toxic and vile and just are just, just spewing out just all negative stuff just to clearly just get a rise out of whomever. Even then it's like, you're just, it, it feels like you're stooping to the level to some extent. So it's just in bad taste, man. I don't know. I don't know. And, and, and that's the crazy part. It seemingly, it seems like these, 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 uh, issues that people are bringing up in the reviews are like legitimate. Like it isn't like no baseless, like, Oh, this game sucks. <laughs> you know, it, it, it seems to be like, some, I don't like said part of this game. Here's why. And then they're like, 
well, you know what? Maybe you're not playing it right. Here's how you should play. Ah, it's just, it's so weird, man. Uh, I don't know why it's getting a rise out of me, but I don't know. It's just, it's so cringy. Like, and also I don't think anybody's ever really necessarily done it technically. Uh, yeah, man. That's so weird. So weird. <sighs> and on that note, that concludes all the news for this week, this episode. Let's get into what I've been uh, playing, which Jeez, if I could type. Has been Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Um, I finished it a long time ago. Well, feel now since last episode, but uh, I had a great time with it. As somebody who doesn't really play too much Mario uh, nowadays, I definitely played a decent amount when I was younger. This was a very refreshing game for sure. It um, it uh, how would I describe it? Delightful, just delightful. Yeah, just a delightful game. A pleasure to play it. It's like, it's cozy. It feels cozy. It's probably the best way to describe it. Very cozy of a game, you know? Just makes you want to bundle up. Bundle up and get some hot cocoa. Gotta put the marshmallows in it. And if you, if you feeling really risky, put some whipped cream on that bitch, you know, put it in, put it in. You deserve it. Then you just, you just play some Mario. You just, you just be playing it. And, um, yeah, each level has a very unique, like angle to it. I'd say like, which is also crazy in of itself because just knowing like how much, how much, how much creativity, each, each of, you know, the various people that worked on these maps have, um, is also just kind of crazy to think about, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with each level and, um, it was fun. It was fun. I didn't get like, I didn't complete everything or do all the stars and stuff like that. I at least seemingly did the minimum to get to the end and, you know, beat it. Um, but uh, I could see myself, you know, like, oh, let me, let me play some Mario and, you know, maybe try to get all the missing. Um, I forgot what they're called, whatever the missing equivalent for this game is. But, uh, but yeah, so. I enjoyed it. I was very surprised. Um, maybe not as. Not as uh, wild about it as a lot of other people are that I've been hearing, or at least that led me to play. But I am definitely glad I did play it. I'll say that. I will say that. But yeah, Mario Brothers Wonder. I recommend as somebody who, uh, you know, is in and out of the Mario game for the most part at multiple moments and times also of course played a uh, Baldur's gate three uh picked it back up i started it when it came out but then fell off of it 
because I was having like technical issues with like my PC shutting down and stuff. But now I've kind of come full circle or <laughs> come back to it. And um, I am enjoying it. Uh, I am, I think, technically getting to a hard point where um, I feel like I need to do a lot more research specifically in regards to understanding how D and D works in general, which it seems like this game incorporates a lot of D and D elements that I wasn't really even fully aware of, at least like <laughs> it's, it feels like it feels like a lot, but it actually a small time where I think I've put pretty much like 12 hours in the game so far, but like, it's like that small time, buddy, you, you boy, you, you are, you are just scratching the surface. So yeah, I I feel like once I watch a couple tutorials on how the, the beginner tips and stuff like that, I think that's going to help me a lot. Cause I, I did feel like I've, I've, I've started to run into, um, a difficulty curve for sure. Cause, um, it feels pretty early on this, this, uh, battle I'm in feels very one-sided and I'm not quite sure if I can even do it or it's even possible to do it in my current state. Uh, it, it, it gives me a vibe where I feel like I have to do a different quest and eventually come back to, you know, stand a chance. Um, but then it's like, I'm not sure. Cause it's like the main line that, uh, I think this is like, this is, I think critical to even start this, to even do this, to do other stuff. It kind of feels like, but potentially it may not. So I don't know, maybe I just need to go somewhere else and just start battling and level up and then come back. I is least the vibe I get, but who knows? Like maybe this is a, is a, of a more unique type of RPG. Well, at least the term I, I hear getting coined around is CRPG, um, which is computer role playing game where I think the difference, at least what I notice, is that it's, there is more tacticality to this game, um, than a traditional RPG where it's like, you know, turn based, but it is turn based, but it's also strategic strategically turn based is probably the best I could think of with this game. So I think it's a, a lot of trying to figure that out. Hopefully I don't stall. I don't fall in that, uh, that fire emblem rut, which I can kind of get a little sense that may potentially happen where, you know, if a certain character, certain characters die, they're dead. They're dead in uh, throughout the whole play. Uh, well, I guess I don't know that for sure. At least that's the the vibe I do get is that if they die, they're pretty much dead and you can't bring them back. But I think there is a mechanic to bring people back. So if that is the case, then hopefully <laughs> that will alleviate my uh, what crippling. Somebody has probably made a term for it by now, but basically in Fire Emblem, if, you know, a, a series that is known well, I guess you nowadays, they kind of eased up on that, on, on that, but the, the general known way to play fire emblem is to 
have uh i think the mode varies from game to game but the mode where if your character dies they're dead and you can't bring them back and you have to live with the the uh consequences of the decision you made that ultimately led to them dying um which <laughs> is why i have yet to complete the game boy advance version of pie fire emblem i think the sacred stones put 30 hours in that game and i just reached this point where it's like it feels like you're basically just gonna their your character is gonna die one one character has to seemingly die it feels like and i i don't want to accept that I, I want to make sure everybody lives but they keep dying so now I, I have to keep restarting and because i have to keep restarting i'm just stuck at this point because i keep restarting and then now i'm at the point where i'm not having fun because i want to keep everybody alive but I can't get through the game and everybody, uh, stays alive. So what do I do? I just, I'm gonna just keep restarting and hope for a different result. I guess that that's insanity though. So I'm just, I just would be insane playing that game, <laughs> playing what, what 10 more hours and still not getting anywhere, you know, doing the same thing, expecting a different result. That's insanity. So, no. Uh, um, but yeah, so at least with this game, I think it's just, it, it's probably some, I, I think if I just get, watch some good, uh, beginner beginners guides, I think, uh, that'll put me on the right track to at least getting better enjoyment from this game that, um, I feel currently I'm interested in, but I'm, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not in, I'm not in just yet. I'm not the, 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 uh, the, 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 the teeth haven't, haven't been sunk into me as of yet, but I could see the potential of that happening for sure. So, um, but yeah, Baldur's Gate three, um, I'm interested. I, I, I'm still, I, I, I still have not encountered said moment of like, Oh yeah, this is game of the year that I feel like it's, it's some point somewhere in the game. I'm assuming where it's like, Oh yeah, this is game of the year that um I'm just not seeing as of yet but I I could definitely see that come at some point in the game that like you know you 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 at least you know I I'm guessing it's some moment in the game where it's like you'll know you'll know um so I will forever be chasing that probably until the end of this year um hopefully but we shall see I forgot there's so much other stuff coming, especially this weekend. Tekken 8, God of War DLC. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. New, new season of Modern Warfare. And, uh, nonetheless, I digress. Yeah, I'm always playing multiplayer games, but I feel like it's nothing really worthwhile mentioning. Um, maybe next episode with some of them, but as of now, nothing really relevant to, to discuss when it comes to the multiplayer games, but yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that will do it. Um, <laughs> this is a long one that I, I had, I had, I had some passionate topics that I felt strongly about, obviously, but, um, you know, Hey, it is what it is. Hey, you know, get a, I, I did miss out, um, a week, 
Um, so, you know, also catching up in that respect too, but, uh, Hey, here you go. Here you are. All right. I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think that will do it for episode 187 of switches sites. Um, damn it. If you did like uh, this podcast, feel free to like, rate, subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also catch this podcast recorded live on Twitch TV slash they switch. You can also catch the archive of this uh, podcast on youtube.com slash they switch. And yeah, until next time, y'all, uh, get your damn game on. Feel free to fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's safe.